What's up, guys? Adam Carr here with episode five of Horribly Hollywood Single, brought to you by AfterBuzz TV. Some of the worst dating stories told by some of the best guests in Hollywood. Speaking of guests, I have the delightful Betsy Cox coming up next. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode five of Horribly Hollywood Single. It is I, your host, Adam Carr. Welcome to this post-Thanksgiving Monday. I'm sure you've all tried to loosen your belts a little bit. I know I did. I skept, uh, stepped on that scale and uh, uh, freaked the F out. So uh, <laughs> welcome back. Um, I have the wonderfully delightful and absolutely hysterical Betsy Cox over here to my left. She is just wonderful. She's a comedian around the area. She's a writer. She's absolutely brilliant. Betsy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm really glad you wore the, uh, you wore the bow on top yeah. of your head. Wore the bow. Yeah, wore the bow. It, it, it It's wonderful. It's Thank you. you. It works. It's so me. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I, I've, uh, I'm, I'm, I was just telling people before that I, uh, this is my first time actually meeting you. Yeah. So I, I looked you up. I saw you on Instagram. Saw your stuff. Thought you were absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, really looking forward to it. Looking forward to hearing some bad date stories. Yeah. Um, don't hold back. Uh, as I Definitely said. Definitely won't. Yeah. As I said before, uh, my future mother-in-law listens to this show each week, and uh, I know that can make my fiancé white-knuckle grip a little bit when I'm telling some stories, but you know what? You just got to let it loose. As long as you're honest, as long as you own it, then it's okay. Let me start by saying I love your future mother-in-law. So, oh, thank you. She's <laughs> That's delightful. Just great she's great that she listens. And- she's such a doll. Every like every week, she literally texts me. She goes, "Hey, as soon as you get the link, like just send it to my phone so I can watch it. I, I want to have something funny to listen to on the way home." I'm always like, "Oh, my, she's so wonderful." That's so cool. She's That's great. So cool. She's like, fantastic. Yeah, you got a good fiance there. I do. I do. She's the best. Um, so also <laughs> uh, joining us in the booth is uh, Mr. Jeff Graham, who's our married voice of reason on the show. I say that because. Um, he didn't actually date in Los Angeles. Uh, he just got married before he moved here. So oh, I love our donkey. guest. Um, our guest before we went on air today was like, "And you've been married for a long time, right?" And I was like, "No, only a year." But I just seem like I've been married for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you only I got one year in this thing. Yeah, I just like I just like earnestly wear cardigans, and everyone's like, "How many kids do you have?" And I'm like, "Oh, none." I just kind of seem like I do. Uh... Jeff, you have like the young Brady Bunch like TV dad vibe going on. I seriously thought you had already put in seven to eight years. Yeah, that's. The general consensus before people know me, or well, even after they know me, I'm it's feeling both. a little shaky now. There's a lot of confidence I had in you. One year <laughs> in, right. Jeff. You... I'll, I'll produce the show. How's that? You'll you'll, you'll do great. Yes, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so Betsy, uh, you were born in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, as you were saying before, tell us a little bit about that. Maybe growing up there, any type of romantic. What like what were the men like in New Orleans as opposed to Los Angeles? Did you notice a dip it like dippage you know, or anything like that? It's interesting because in New Orleans, a lot of the guys are cheaters. You know, more, yeah, yeah, like just, but like in a relationship, really good liars and really good cheaters. You're like born to be an FBI agent if you're born in New Orleans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like even you can find out your boyfriend's cheating on you with the girl next door. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 you know what? It sucks everywhere. It does. But LA is just weirder. Oh, the suckage is way more up there. It's, yeah, it's just weirder. It's a bit more egotistical. It's a bit more lying. It's a bit more bullshit. Yeah, like you'd almost, yeah, I just feel like it's so much more scandalous here. I don't know. 
It is. It is. Yeah. It's heightened. Yeah, it totally is. Especially, too, you see those tabloid magazines, which I feel like just kind of make it worse. You have to check out line at Ralph's. Oh, I know. And you're like, so-and-so did this. And you're like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I but feel a like, lot of people do. Yeah, I feel like like in the South or somewhere like that, your husband cheats, leaves you. You're like, okay, I'm a single mom. Maybe I'll meet somebody who wants to have a weekend barbecue here and there. <laughs> here, it's like your husband cheats with the nanny. Now you have nobody to watch the kids. You don't no. even know how to be a mom because you never were. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I got to tell you, I, I said it before. Single moms, that used to be one of my fortes. That was I, I was very good playing to that crowd. They, oh, didn't wow. ex- they didn't expect as much. They did a little bit. Like, they just wanted romance. They wanted yeah. someone to hold open a door again. They wanted someone to, like, call them up. You know, they, yeah. they don't like being texted. Basically, do the opposite of what you would try to do to date someone in their 20s. <laughs> do the opposite for a single mom fishing with dynamite. Golden. Yeah. But I oh. digress. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, as I've said before, this is your first time uh, joining with us here today. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts uh, and YouTube. Subscribe at Horribly Hollywood Single. Um, I'm Adam Carr. Uh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm a bit of a romantic disaster since reformed. Uh, I am uh, engaged now. I'm in a really happy, good place. Um, but before all that, I was kind of a mess, kind of just a Jameson-filled, jack-in-the-box, toting, uh, <laughs> just real. I was just out there. Like, why jack-in-the-box? There's so many other options. You could get dinner and breakfast. Like, hmm. this was before McDonald's had the 24-7 breakfast thing. Oh, okay. So I always like, mm. some breakfast sandwiches at 2 a.m., when okay. you've made some bad choices, goes a long way. <laughs> okay. um, plus, you know, it soaks up the booze. You need the fried food. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> so um, guys, I'm going to read. Uh, there's a couple things here. There's a BuzzFeed article I kind of pick out every uh, couple episodes or so. So we're going to look at these are things unique to dating in Los Angeles before we kick off with Betsy's story here. Okay. Um, I have uh, this one here. You never meet random people because you spend so much time driving in your car. And I'm mm. trying to think, when I was single, I probably met most of the women I met on dating apps. You do spend a lot of time in your car. You know, my sisters are single, and I spend a ton of time in my car because I do stand-ups. So yeah. there have been a number of times that I've pulled my car over when I saw a hot guy and just asked, are you single? Because I want to hook you up with my sister. <laughs> I feel like you can meet people driving in your car easier than on dating apps. How many but... times, seriously, have you done that? I want to know, really. How many times have you pulled I've probably done that like... three or four or five times. I feel like you would. You have two yeah. sisters? Yeah. Younger or older? One's older, one's younger. Oh, nice. So you're the middle one. Yeah. You're the negotiator. Totally. Are you good at brokering peace? Do you feel like that's part of a, a peacemaker an archetype that you <laughs> identify with? Totally. Fantastic. Totally. Yeah. It's funny. I almost I would have pegged you for the younger sister. Way, to me, you seem like you you know what to do with the the limelight. You know what to do with the attention. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Hey. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. Next one here. Um, uh, people love designer coffee here, so you're constantly being asked to go for day dates at an espresso bar. I never did a day date. I maybe did one or two coffee dates, but not an espresso bar. Yeah, you know, I never did an espresso bar or coffee or a coffee shop date. Right. 
I know. I always did lunch. Like, take me to get food. Oh, I'm from the South. Yeah. Like, I need to eat. Like, if, to plus eat. I get hangry. Like, if somebody asked me to coffee, that is not a date. I wouldn't even consider it. Oh, man. Be like, that's a talk. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> a preliminary interview before the date. Yeah. I don't know. To me, date, there needs to be some prospect. Like, either we're going to talk to each other again or, like, especially you go out at night because then there's that underlying we might have sex later. We don't know. Yeah, well, that's because, you know, everybody's giving it away today. I guess they are. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, no. Dating apps. Dating it's apps. Like, they are. You know, it's just such a, yeah, I, I people, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like the taking people to coffee shop is like the speed date. Let's get through this. Me, I don't like you. You need more than like a cup of coffee to decide whether you like someone or not. You do. Plus, you need to talk. I feel like a lot. A lot. How did you meet uh, your married? Your husband's name is Steve. Yeah. How did you meet Steve? I was working in a bar and he hit on me. Stop it. Yeah, that's how I met him. The stereotypical movie pickup. Yeah, plot and I, line? I'll be honest with you, I didn't even. <laughs> I did not want to go out with him, and I did not want to talk to him. Stop it. Because the guy that I dated before him, I was done dating before that guy and then oh. i met my husband after that weirdo yeah do you know what i'm saying so i was like was he a bit of a stalker no my husband was not a stalker oh, no, came, not, the, oh. not him the guy before him who made you done with dating the guy before him begged me to go out with him and i'm like okay that's always attractive yeah please like, just do I was it like, you know i really am like not in a dating like i have had some really bad relationships dates like people are weird here like i'm not into it i'm focusing on my career thank Absolutely. you you know and literally i told him and it's like He's five inches shorter than me, maybe. Because, I mean, I'm like, no, the guy before before. my husband. Sorry. Five inches shorter. Got it. Like, cute. So, like, like my height. My height when I met you. I'm like 5'8. No, I'm 5'8. I have heels. Barely. I'm barely 5'8. Okay, so I'm like really really 5'8. A little over. And like a half. But I date a lot of short guys because I date Latin guys a lot. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. Mama knows what she wants. Yeah. But I married a white guy. So it does, like, but but this guy. Begged me to go out with him. And I'm like, you know what? He has a job. Like, he's smart. Right. Like, who? Fine. You're a Scorpio. I'm a Capricorn. Uh, All right. I'll give you a shot. The old astrology lineup. The yep. old astrology lineup. Always. That works. That works. So I go out with this guy. Sure. And this is not my story, but this is like literally, I, he, the first date, I'm like, this is the most amazing date ever. And no he starts shit. telling me he has commitment issues. Oh, and I'm like, no. I'm thinking, why like, would you do that? That's literally like before you go in the bedroom saying, hey, sometimes I can't get it up. I don't know if it's going to happen tonight, but I think we'll be okay. Why would you even say that? Yeah. I, well, I would think you would think you were lucky to be sitting here at the moment. Like, yeah. wait, you're very lucky right now. Instead of, <laughs> hey, these are all the reasons why I might not deserve this. Like, he must have been great at getting scholarships in college. But seriously, what is the deal? And you're begging me to go out with you to tell me of commitment issues. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Okay. So weird. But the dates were so good. <laughs> really? Did he plan them out well? Or did he just oh spend God. money? What it was, was it like, like? Was it just... It was like the best restaurant I've ever been to, but it was like a hole in the wall. And I was like... And then he called me and asked me to a baseball game. And I love baseball. <laughs> oh, man. You're not going to say no? No. So I was like, all right, I'll go. And then he tells me he's addicted to porn. And I'm like, Oh, my God. Like, I'm so – and I think, like, honestly, I was like, what 
the? This is so weird. I'm addicted to yeah, porn. Yeah, and this is why you need to go out with people more than just coffee. Yeah. You like. You need to put in a little bit of time. A hundred percent. Let me tell you, my dates were so weird and awkward in LA yeah. that now I'm just like, when I went on a date with my husband, I got in his car. I literally started going like this. Yeah. All over his car. So you're, for, for our podcast listeners, she's pulling out her hair literally yeah. and putting it on Everywhere. the car seat. You're owning it. I'm owning it. You, and, it and my husband's you like, did the shedding what thing. Oh, you are it. you doing? So and another I'm like, woman could never step in that car again. She'd be like, what's this blonde hair? No. You know what I was doing? DNA. So if I don't make it home, <laughs> <laughs> you are busted. I thought you were doing something romantically sweet like I own this. No. Instead, you were pulling like a real gone girl. You yeah. were doing some gone girl shit. Yeah. I was like, DNA, if I do not show up home, we know you did it. Like, Don, I have dated so many weirdos. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's my, dating uh, in LA. My fiance, Amy, kind of jokes that she keeps a fake abuse journal. So that if anything ever happens to her, they'll find this journal that has different, like, she says it's, like, kind of funny, like, haha, by the way, I'm going to gone girl your ass one day. If you ever, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm like, you keep a fake journal? She says she doesn't. But there's something, there's a twinkle in her eye yeah. that leads me to believe there's a fake journal somewhere. Your fiance sounds like a friend of, like, someone she's, who would be my friend. Oh, yeah. All my stand-up people are like, whoa, you're crazy. No, I'm like, yeah, like, I've trapped my husband and oh, now yeah. I'm keeping him. <laughs> <laughs> she said, uh, <laughs> she said this one too, it's my favorite. She's like, oh, if you ever cheated on me, I'm like, I'd break up with me. And she's like, oh, no, no, I, 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 beyond that, I would spend the rest of my life ensuring that yeah. your life was a living hell. She's like, I would Absolutely. follow you to the, the, to the depths of forever. You know, to the bottomless pit of hell, you could never find refuge from me. I'd always be there. <laughs> that, I believe, kids, is love. So That is true love. That is true love. Oh, it's true love. If you love them, you got to threaten them every single day. You know what? Every I didn't really day. believe it when she said it, but now that you have, yeah. I'm going to get her some extra flowers today. <laughs> you should. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, last thing here on this article, uh, if you're dating an aspiring artist... Ding ding ding! Uh, you have to deal with their fragile ego. Is oh, your husband is your husband an artist? No, it's oh, in nice. real estate. Oh, you got out of it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, real estate, nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Get a yeah. discount on your future home. That sounds good. <laughs> is that how it works? I don't even know how. You know, Can you I tell actually, I don't adult. I got my real estate license to get a discount on my future home because I'm so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> He's in commercial though. <laughs> oh, nice. A, yeah. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, he's he's smart. Yeah, he's a smart guy. And smart I thought, guy. well, you know, I'm a little bit dingy, so I better marry smarter than so, myself. <laughs> you're not dingy. I can tell you this right now. Well. You're very smart. No, no, no. You you know what you're doing. You know. Um, so anyway, uh, I think we've uh, opened up the floodgates here a little bit. Would you like to take us on a journey to uh, – I'm going to close my, my journal here mm-hmm. on the table, my journal of thoughts and notes. Would you like to lead us down a uh, little memory lane, little uh, little dating story in Los Angeles? And I'm here for yeah. emotional support, whatever you need. But feel free. The mic is yours. Take it. Well, you know, I'll tell you. So I, you know, I'm going to tell you the worst horrible date with my own husband. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Because there was I, a happy ending to it. 
there's a happy ending. And you know what? It's it's I've realized as many horrible dates and relationships I've had finding out guys were cheating on me when they were accusing me and like Ugh. addicted to porn, commitment issues, you know, leading me on, you know, never calling me again after the date and I hooked up with them. You know, things like that that happen to everyone. I am such a real, honest, raw person. My absolute biggest heartbreak date was with my own husband. Oh, wow. I had, I think we were dating for, I want to say, four months maybe at the time. Okay. And Valentine's Day rolls around. Oh, boy. And so it's the early, before six months, yeah. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. how far you want to go type thing. Yeah. This is a predicament men find themselves in, so please, I want to hear. Yeah. So, well, men, <laughs> this is not a predicament you want to mess with me up. I am like an emotional wreck when my feelings are hurt, and I Got cannot it. hide it. Oh, yeah. Tears are storming, and I'm like, oh, you know, all over the place. So, it's Valentine's My husband's like, oh, God, Valentine's Day is so stupid. I have two friends in town from New York. Like, they have nothing to do. Should you invite your sisters? I'll invite them. We'll have a big group thing. And I was like, yeah, I could care less about Valentine's Day. Okay. And I, I tell him this because I really could care less. And something's telling me from the way you're not blinking that you actually really do care. Okay. But I could care less about Valentine's Day. But right. that does not mean don't get me a gift. Oh, right. oh <laughs> yes. No, you should still do something. Okay. So I get my husband this really special gift to play the drums somewhere. Because we were living in apartments at the time. And he plays the drums. So I got him studio time to go play drums. Because he so loves to play cool. drums. And I got this. I made this, like, heartfelt card. I put a picture of my dog in it. Me eating a burger. Like, just ridiculous, stupid, you know, thoughtful things, right? Mm. And everybody bailed because everybody else found something else to do. And it was just me and him. Oh. So I pick him up from work. And I'm like, when is he going to give me my gift? Oh, when yeah. oh, is he going to give me oh, my God. gift? <laughs> it's the final countdown. Oh, it's the fight. So we get to the restaurant, and my little sister works in the restaurant, and she's working there that night. And I'm like, okay, where is my gift? Now we're sitting down at the table, and right. there is no gift giving. And oh, I gave boy. him his gift in the car, and he's like, oh, God, thanks. You got me a gift. And I'm thinking, he had to have gotten me a gift. It's got to be something. Yeah. And... I'm like at the table and I'm like, oh my God, he did not get me a gift. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm crying in the bathroom. I'm hysterical and I'm like, <laughs> like literally. Oh, no. Well, I'm like, I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. So I literally go, oh, hold on. I have to make a phone call and walk out of the restaurant with my phone. I'm so hysterical. I call my mom. I call my stepdad. I'm like, he did not get me a gift, I don't think. No. I, I start, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm walking home. I'm leaving him there alone. Oh, no. I'm three blocks away, and I realize I forgot my purse. You have to go back. I had to go back. I was mortified. I walked in, and I was like, I just want to let you know. I'm done with you. This is over forever. Holy shit. I, I'm ready to go. I was walking home, but I forgot my heart. like, what is wrong with you? Oh, my God. What did I do? He's so upset. I'm like, where is my gift? He's like, where I thought my... you didn't care about Valentine's oh, Day. No, no, they care. Oh, no. That does not mean don't get me a gift. Yes. That just means you don't want to appear high maintenance that you're asking for a gift. It's like the anyone Why? after 40 when they say, don't bring me birthday presents. 
That means bring a birthday gift. Thank you. That's this, just anything. This is the most horrible story of my life, right? Oh my so God. I was like, we're leaving. <laughs> we get in the car. He's like, you're starving. Please, let's just go to the sushi restaurant. Let's get you food. We'll walk in. You need some food. I'm so sorry. I'm going to make it up to you. Like, I'm so... And I'm like, no, there is no making it up. I literally had him drop me off. My stepdad wanted to kill him. My mom was crying. My sister was crying. My older sister. Uh, We were hysterical. I did not. I was like, this is over. No, I am done. And I am so cut and dry that I'm the nicest person. Rub me wrong and you're going to wish you never met me. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, he fears me for the rest of his life because of this. I did not talk to him for like four or five days. He's like, I am begging you to let me make this up to you. So I let him make all this up to me. He goes, come over. He got me like... A bouquet of flowers, probably half the size of this table. Yeah. Okay. The most beautiful love letter I've ever read in my life. Handwritten love letter in a card. Oh, yeah. Horseback riding, because I'm obsessed with horses and all animals. horses. Look at you. He took me to my favorite restaurant. (laughs) And then a few months later, he bought me a computer. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Like, just ever since then, like, here's a ring he got me for my, go. my, like, it's just nonstop. And he's, he takes me on trips now. Oh, but yeah. the point of the story is this was the most horrible date yeah. and time of my life. I was heartbroken. Oh my gosh. And this is the first four months in. Yes. And you guys, how long did you date before you got married? Only we were engaged after a year and a half. Because I wow. did I did have to, and my husband's like, because you had to, like, force me to marry us. And I did not force you. I just said, I'm not staying with just you said, longer not- than two years <laughs> if I'm not engaged. Like, I just want to let you know that's where I stand. Like, oh, you know what God. I mean? I, that's just who I am. And I just want to lay the cards on the table. Like, Absolutely. you don't have to marry me. Just yeah. letting you know. He's like, ah, you ruined everything. I was looking at rings. <laughs> Jeez. So, who cares? I'd rather ruin it now. Oh. <laughs> but, oh my God. but this is my thing. Because no relationship's perfect, right? Right. Right? Like, nothing's perfect. Everyone's got their own work to do. No person's perfect. Grass is always greener. I feel like people 100%. do this a lot, especially here when you finally get in a relationship. And you start thinking, you can sometimes get in your own head and you go, well, they don't seem like they're arguing about something. Or they seem like, and trust me, everybody's got their own shit to deal with. Everybody's Everybody. Every, Everybody. because you're taking two people who are completely usually opposite. I'm very much the opposite in some ways of my fiance. In some ways we're similar, but I can tell you right now, we did not meet on a dating app, nor would we have probably matched on a dating app. She's much more introverted, I'm much more extroverted. She didn't want to go out and meet anybody. She didn't even want to like at the time when I met her, she didn't want to go out. She literally yeah. I asked her cousin for her phone number because I knew her cousin. I kind of, like, stacked the deck. I was like, well, let me see if I can get a date out of this. Like, I really want to take her out. <laughs> and then she was like, Ugh, whatever. Like, we're, we're just going to be friends. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll just be friends. And then we ended up talking for two weeks over Christmas break. And then we, we were, like, texting. I went home to Cleveland. She went home to Dallas. And over those two weeks, she, she was like, oh, wow, like, we're talking. And so when I got back, set up a date, did really well. But the initial it was very she was like i don't i don't want to go out with anyone i don't want to go out really with you it has nothing to do with you i just i don't feel like getting out there and i was so it was really weird i had to like take her out i was just completely you know, mesmerized by but her but that's when it happens when someone is just so done is yeah. like when they meet the one 
I really do believe that because I was so done. You're so done, yeah. And you're your real self. You're not yeah. like you're not holding anything back. Yeah. You need to let someone see like your full. I think Jerry Seinfeld jokes about this once on Seinfeld. He was like, you know, it, it hadn't even been. It was only like three months, and I showed her full me. I was waiting till at least six months to give her like the real. We wait, you know, we like wait so long. I feel like to let people see men do. Maybe, yeah, men do our hangups, right? Our stuff, you know, when we don't want to clean you're up married, stuff. They don't all come <laughs> out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a man. Ooh. Women, we're emotional wrecks. We're like, what? what? Crying all over the place. What oh. did you say? Oh my god, that hurt my feelings. Oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> And when we're about to start our period, no. we're even more of a wreck. Oh, gosh. But you see, had I not given my husband a second chance, I right. would not have the life I have today. And I really have, I I love my marriage. Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> got I tell. You're a really nice, love. sweet yeah. husband who you really. Like, you have fun, your friends. Oh, my God. We're you like. You need to find someone to laugh with. And he's like. hilarious. Yeah, but, that's it. You know, that's also a man and a woman communication thing. Yeah. You know, and men and women communicate so opposite. Oh, yeah. It's like we say one thing, you hear another. Oh, or sure. you don't hear it all, maybe. Is that it? I don't know. Sometimes, uh, <laughs> yes. When I say the same word twice, I be like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And Amy will turn to me and she'll go, what was the last sentence that I just said? And I'm like, um, I was, she's like, I can tell you're not listening because you, you do your double words on top of each other. She's like, so here's what I said. <laughs> If you'd like to listen, I'm like, oh, yes, of course. Yes, I'm listening. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. So after the wedding, Amy, that might change. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm learning. Okay. I'm learning. It takes learning. me time. <laughs> By the way, there are pictures uh, coming up here intermittently on the screen. So I'm taking oh, that's Steve. Yeah, that's Steve. Steve's a good looking guy, man. He's cute. Huh? Yeah. He's you guys cute. photograph well together. Yeah, that's us on the way somewhere. I can't remember, but. That's cool. It looks like he owns a jet and you look like the Scandinavian model. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, just kinda, he's like, hey, you know, look who I met. Yeah. Like, you he picked me cute. up. I was just a little prostitute on the yeah. side of the road. <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> you know, like, just, a, <laughs> just a good time girl in the red light district. We don't know. We don't want to judge. <laughs> that's we, right. you, you have to make money somehow. And you have five foster dogs, you were saying? I have five full-time dogs. You I used to foster way more. Like, you have a dog up there, and those are some dogs that I've fostered. God, I couldn't even tell you how many dogs I've fostered through the years. That's amazing. And, you know, that's another thing, too, is that, you know, I'm married to a huge animal lover. That would be a deal breaker. That would be a deal breaker. Yeah. Because I I couldn't deal with that. But Yeah. Because I I wouldn't even date. I didn't date guys before that never liked animals. I always dated guys that liked animals, I felt like. Yeah. It's funny you should say that because originally I was just a dog person. I was always a dog guy. And then... uh, halfway i'd say the first three months that um, my fiance and I, and I were dating we actually broke up first three months in i felt like i was too much she was pulling away so finally we were like you know what let's just take a little break and then we spent the next month just like being friends yeah and by being friends i feel like we like very much fell in love because we weren't trying to push anything but literally the month after we got back together There was a foster kitten. There was this little kitten that someone found under a radiator. It's a black and white little kitten. And she had called me up. I was on my way to work because I work with her cousin. We're at the Geffen Playhouse in Westwood. And she calls me up and she goes, hey, 
these people have been outside all day. They're trying to get this little kitten to come outside of the radiator. Like, I know you're late for work, but like, could you stop by Petco and get a little cat carrier and, you know, just, just help out? And I'm thinking, oh God, like I'm late to work, right? I'm thinking like all this stuff. And I'm like, we just got back together. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. So I stop at Petco. I get the cat carrier, right? I give them the cat carrier. I feel like, okay. There's no way that we're going to actually rescue, like, this cat. Like, because I know if we rescue it, she's going to want to keep it. She's not going to stop, right? And I figured, it's like when Ashton Kutcher took over for Two and a Half Men. Like, I win no matter what. Because I showed up. Like, I'm taking someone else's place. Or, like, I'm helping. People are just happy that I'm there. I don't actually have to do anything. (laughs) You look like a hero. I I look like a hero no matter what, right? (laughs) Within ten minutes, they come back into the Geffen with the carrier. Like, look who ran into the cat carrier. I'm like, mother. (laughs) So now I'm like, shit. So she, you know, she calls me up. She's like, I want him. I yeah. want to keep him. And she knew I said, I was like, I don't do cats. And she and she was like, well, I'm keeping him. And I was like, okay. And she's like, well, can you help me? Like, I have to do a flea bath for him and stuff. Like, can you come over tonight and just make sure? And it's the damnedest thing. I fell in love with this yeah, little kitten. Because fleas were just coming out of his face. He was so malnourished. He was literally like two days away from dying. We had to give him milk. And, like, nursing him back to health, I completely fell in love with him. Is it it maybe because men really, deep down, are emotional wrecks? I feel like because (laughs) men are are much more like puppies, right? We we just want the attention. We don't care in what fashion it comes. We don't care if it ever stops. We just get bothered when it does, and we want to know, like, where you went. Um, Whereas I feel like women can much more take on, like, a cat, which is like, I'm over here. Like, I'll come to you when I'm ready. Um, and then like, okay, you can touch me. All right. That's enough touching. Like you, yeah, you've done enough. Yeah. Like you don't have to smother me with everything, but, uh, yeah, the cat's name is Gus Crookshanks. She gave him his own Instagram. Actually, I made his Instagram when I went to China. I missed him so much. Ah! I tried to pass it up <laughs> at Gus Crookshanks saves the world. He's our favorite little guy. Um, anyway, eh, that's hilarious. So he's our little black and white guy. He might so be on one of the photos I have. You're a cat man. Uh, I became a cat man yeah. now. And now I totally get it. Plus, too, you know, you don't have to take them out to go to the bathroom. No, There's cats all this are stuff. so much easier. Like, cats are so much easier. Way, way less yeah. maintenance. Totally. Um, and plus, I always thought I had these, like, I, I thought I had really bad allergies. Because growing up, I was like, oh, my eyes always get watery. Oh, this happened. And nothing. nothing. Yeah. Either I grew out of them or I think it's just psychosomatic BS. That well, we we're in L.A. Talked. breathing so much smog. It's like nothing's really going to bother you more so than that shit. <laughs> You ever just you ever drive, like drive in from either the valley or Hollywood and you just see this cloud of smoke totally. sitting over and you're like that's what I live in every freaking day. Yeah. All right. Um, so you told the story uh, that's beautiful. The guy who would become your husband messed up. You would think it wouldn't happen. Only in Los Angeles. He doesn't sound like a douchebag. He just sounds like he was literally taking your word. <laughs> I've been much douchier on certain dates. Um, so that's terrible. But uh, oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. I remember one time I was so broke trying to pay for a Valentine's Day date. I literally had to split it between like two cards. And the, I remember the girl too. She's like, Are you okay? Do you mean, I was like, No, no, I don't need you to. <laughs> but that's really but, sweet of you, though, like, I have to say, because for me, I've dated guys who couldn't afford to take, and I and I paid for everything, and I didn't even mind you that. You paid for everything? Well, with some guys, yeah, I had a better job, so I, I would pay you. for things. Look One guy I dated lived with his dad, had no rent, and was. The cheapest human and complained when he took me to dinner. I was that like, dot, nice. D-O-N-E. D-O. Oh, my D-O-N God. D-O-N dot 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 E, yeah. as we say it. 
Um, so, all right, we're going to play a little game here called Red Flags. Okay. Now, Red Flags, boys and girls, works like this. Um, Betsy, Jeff, and myself each have three red flag cards. And what we're each going to do is we're going to read the cards out loud. Uh, these, of course, are red flags, things that would make you not want to date a person. We'll read each one, and then at the end, we'll pick the one that is like our biggest bugaboo, the absolute deal breaker, the reason that we could not date that person. So hypothetically, I know we're all uh, with people now, but we're going to go back to that place when we weren't. Uh, <laughs> I just got very scared and lonely. Uh, so Betsy, uh, guess if you'd like to go first. Oh, go first. Okay. Doesn't believe in oral sex. Oh, boy. Has half a beard, absolutely refuses to shave. That could be fun. Only speaks in Disney song lyrics. Oh, I think your eyes glittered at that one. You like that one a little bit. Did you ever dress up as Cinderella? You'd be a, to me. You're a ringer for Cinderella. I'm like the real life Cinderella. Yeah, the real life Cinderella. <laughs> Do you know when my I, life story? When I was a kid, I think I was like three years old or something. My parents took me to Disney World. I was obsessed with seeing Cinderella. I watched the movie every day, and could not find Cinderella. wasn't happening. I just threw a shit fit at Disney World. Right, and they're like, "Oh my god!" So they literally went up to this poor girl working as a cashier, yeah. and they were just like, "Can you just walk up to our son?" And just say, just just tell him that you're Cinderella, right? She was like brunette hair, didn't even make sense. But she's like, well, I don't look like Cinderella. I'm not. She's like, just just walk up to him, like my dad. I'm doing my dad right now. Just just walk up and just say that you're Cinderella, please, or this kid isn't gonna stop. And I I can't do this today. So she did. And I, like, calmed down, and I gave her a big hug, and she walked away. And then apparently I turned to my parents, and I was like, that wasn't really Cinderella, but I let it go. <laughs> so, anyway. It was nice that your dad did that. That's really cute. He's a he's a man. He's a man yeah. for the people. He mm-hmm. really he would do anything for his kids. I love that. Um, so the half-beard thing, the no oral sex, or the Disney song lyrics. No oral sex? Yeah, I know. That Could you put be... up with that for life? Uh, you know, I don't know. None of these seem to bother. What do yours say? <laughs> None of these. You know, and you I want would, to switch? I would say only speaks in Disney lyrics, like Disney song like lyrics. That. But you know what? I'm oh obsessed with Dr. McDreamy so. in Enchanted, so I don't know. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, Dr. Yeah. McDreamy. Do you want to switch cards and see if these let's, ones let's float your boat a little better yeah, here? I mean, I can... You read mine. You know, it's interesting. Uh, swears they're 18. Been there. Keeps changing the subject to talk about how not racist they are. You're from the South. That ever happened? I'm kidding. That's no. a bad, that's yeah. a bad stereotype. <laughs> is afraid of spotlights. Well, my husband is afraid. Of, he does not like to be in the spotlight. Can't do the spotlight. Okay. But I that's love fine because that you love the spotlight. <laughs> because you, yep. Um, I would say this would be, uh, keeps changing the subject to talk about how not racist they are. That would annoy me. I don't even want to, I, I want to pretend racism doesn't exist. That's like going out of your way to say like, by the way, I'm not sexist. Because I do. And you're like, why do you have to keep saying it if it's true? Like yeah. there, there's some deeper underlying lack of confidence. Yeah, and there's you know this one swears, swears they're eighteen. 18. Do you ever go Gross. younger? Do you ever go younger? Do you ever date younger? Well, no. no. I, I like older. I'm sorry because I need to be the young one of the there team. Okay, oh, I, I want to be the young one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like to be the baby. Um, but where's their 18? Like what? The guy lies about his age? Maybe. Ugh, don't like be, that. Maybe, you know, maybe he's from the Czech Republic. They just mature early. Yeah. I'm like, be who you are. Like all everybody in L.A. is like always trying to be like, oh, my God, I'm so young. It's like, oh, God, shut up. You have more wrinkles than anyone. No, it's you're okay. not. It's okay to age. Yeah. Just age gracefully. Just yeah. do it. I don't know. Just be real about it. Yeah, especially like, too. Who cares? You ever see people after so much Botox? They can't move their face anymore. Yeah. They're not acting. Yeah, it's I know. It's like, rrr, rrr, and you're like, I can't, I literally can't see wrinkles on your face. What about the all the point? fillers? Oh, boy. It's like we're all a balloon in this town. Listen, I probably need them. <laughs> you're doing great. No, stop it. Stop it, Betsy. This is how it starts. Oh, man, I don't know. What is, what is yours? Well, only speaks in Disney song lyrics. I mean, that would just be kind of annoying. But... I mean, I don't know. Uh, has half a beard. I mean, if she did, that'd be something different. <laughs> Absolutely refuses to shave. Maybe it's just like if she refused to shave, like, pubic hair or something like that. Right. Would, uh, I don't know. If it's her, if, if it's the woman I loved, I don't, I'm, I don't think I'd care. Doesn't believe in oral sex. Doesn't believe. Now, does that mean I still have to give oral sex? And they go, by the way, I can't do it. Of course it does. I tried to take out a girl once. She was like, <laughs> I have, by the way, I have really bad TMJ. So this is how it started, right? It was like yours. I'm addicted to porn. She's like, I, I have really bad TMJ, uh-huh. which for those of you listening is something to do with like with your jaw. Like your jaw can't move back and forth. Yeah. So she was like, so um, oral sex is out, FYI. Yeah. So I remember I was sitting there. I was like, ah, so do you eat um hot dogs? <laughs> do you ever eat popsicles? Do you ever? Uh, I'm like, what happens when you have to bite into like a really tough, well done burger? Right. And she's answering all these questions like, oh yeah, I don't know. I'm like, so again. Not really sure. Sorry if I'm being a douchebag right now. Don't worry, I'm paying for dinner. You don't have to hate me. I don't understand why necessarily. I think that's just something you want to say. And yeah. then she was like, oh, I mean, you can still do stuff for me. I'm like, no, no, no I'm sure. I'm sure I can. Yeah. It must be a really great deal for you. Um, my future well, mother-in-law is listening to this. I right? think I'm getting a bad that, case of TMJ so, right now. Yeah. I was like, again, the, uh, it could go either way. All I'm saying is there's women out there who say they have TMJ and others in relationships. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Listen, any, no, no know? man's going to stick around with little Miss TMJ. I'm sure it'll be fine. I, I think it'll be fine. Absolutely. No worries at all. I would say out of all of these, like, what would be the killer for you? I don't know. I definitely would never date. You gotta be careful date... swears they're 18. Yeah, I would never date a guy who lies about their age. Because, Because yeah, it's like the, you, that uh... insecurity that I don't like. And I, I yeah. hate that everybody's trying to be so fake. I hooked up with an 18-year-old for a little bit. And I had to check. I, re- she... I checked everything. Yeah. No, she really just turned like 18 like three months previous. This was like seven, eight years ago. Oh, swears they're 18, like they're older? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like they're saying they're younger. Oh, no. I feel it. It could go either way. Yeah, it could go either way. So it'd be someone trying to go younger. So I'm like, no, 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 I swear. Because I, I don't want to end up on the same yeah. perv list as all those other guys from no. To Catch a Predator. No. Your I would see IDs, birth certificates, you gotta passports. Know. You gotta ha- know. Yeah, you have to have contracts written up at this point. Yeah. Remember when you could walk up to a chick, slam her against the wall, and make out with her, and the chick was like, damn, that was hot. Like, <laughs> you, you said that, not, not me. Not me. 
But I know now it has to be a very consent slam against the wall. See, is this okay? Thank God I'm not dating anymore because It'd I be wouldn't. Crazy to date. I now. wouldn't like a guy being like, "Is it okay if I kiss you right now?" And be like, "That's the thing." Like you just any guy who this asks, moment. you just that you killed the emotional boner. Yeah. So it's a it's a fine line, obviously, because we want to respect each other's spaces. We want to respect what you're ready for. But I've never heard a woman tell a story that said he asked me if he could kiss me and it was so hot. Everyone always says he pushed me up against the wall yeah. or like he like leaned in, like he was opening up my car door and then he just kissed right. me and did it. I went in, I kissed my fiance on our, I, halfway through our first date we kissed. Oh yeah. And I did not, we were, we were near the Irish Scottish section of the last bookstore and I remember we were looking at books and it was very romantic. It was like the nerdiest, most romantic moment. Oh yeah. And it did not occur for better or for worse to ask is this okay because i was like well if she doesn't want to kiss me then she won't but then you also freak out because you go well, what if she kissed me back and she didn't want to kiss and now she's writing it down and it's a little bit of an aziz Ansari moment of like well she didn't really want to but she kind of felt like she had to and there's a lot of gray area where i feel well, like you guys know, get nervous yeah and I, that whole yeah that's all so weird to me that gray area because i've had a lot of weird situations you know when you're in a weird situation you know when you're in get trouble out. yeah you know when something is bad but again I, f- I feel like men feel way more comfortable about getting out of a situation because usually we're the bigger people in the situation. Yeah. It's you're usually like in our car or our apartment. You're in like you're not on your turf. So I would get that it would be kind of terrifying to say, A, I don't feel comfortable and B, I want to leave. Oh, yeah. That it would be terrifying. It's yeah. Very it's terrifying. Re- well, I've had to. Yeah. I've had to get out of situations. But yes, I definitely agree. It's like, uh, but no, when there is chemistry between two people. Like, that, that would chemistry. be hard for me. Like, I remember when my husband grabbed me by the back of my head and kissed me, and I was like, ah, uh, I saw stars. Do you know what I that mean? Like, I was that like, should be your, damn. That should be your meme. You're like, ah, uh, uh. that should be, yeah, I'm married. <laughs> so happy. That's it. I'm going to make that meme. Um, Jeff, good buddy, good sir. Uh, by the way, I'm going to go with doesn't believe in oral sex. I think it's BS. Okay. Come on. Come on. TMJ. Come on, TMJ. <laughs> it's a real thing. I just caught a I'm gonna case hear, of it. I'm going to hear from the TMJ people at the end of the day. Uh, Jeff, what do you have over there for uh, red flags, buddy? All right. So I've got only has eyes for you, meaning they literally can't see anyone in the world except you. It's nice if you're narcissistic. Yes. Only eats deep fried food. Oh. And super clingy. Oh. Which feels kind of vague. Hmm. Um, I feel like the person that is unable to see anyone else in the world besides me will have trouble succeeding in life. Very like, true. how do you find a job? How do you parent? Such a practical answer. Ooh. But yeah, I feel like... See you. Yeah. You know, I appreciate... Sometimes I feel like my wife only has eyes for me, but... She's also able to function in society. So that's that's a nice prerequisite for a relationship for me. <laughs> well done. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna eliminate that one and keep the other two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well there we go. Um, we're going to look at real quick, uh, we're gonna play some F Mary Kill. Played this usually at the beginning of the uh, episodes. We haven't played it lately. So obviously uh, someone you'd like to blank, um, just for our PG crowd. And then uh, someone you wanna marry. And then uh, some of you like to kill. So I'm going to give you, uh, since you're uh, a wonderful comedian, you're absolutely hysterical, I'm going to go for some late night host action here for you and see which one uh, melts your butter. Um, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert. And that's, I have to pick which one you to gotta, blank, which one to, to kill. Mm-hmm. And which one to marry. And which one to marry. And one of them's Catholic. <clears throat> so that might 
push you either way. Well, that's easy. Marry Jimmy Fallon. Oh, really? You went yeah. the opposite. Oh, you want to marry Jimmy Fallon. Oh, wait, who else is it? Seth Meyers and Seth Steve Myers Colbert. And Stephen Colbert. Uh, blank Seth Meyers. Oh, yeah. That funny guy. Maybe kill Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert. <laughs> kill him with the beard or without the beard? I'll, I'll kill him with a wink. With a wink. <laughs> Hey, you. <laughs> I was going for what he had to wear when you killed him, and instead you went for your action of what you're going to do. <laughs> so he might, so you do either or. So you come up behind him, butcher knife. Oh, hey, you. Wink. Do your thing. Yeah. As he's complimenting your bow, your beautiful bow. Is that I how it happens? I probably wouldn't kill him, but if my husband cheated. No, I'm just- <laughs> Jeez, this went to a very dark place. We've, we've talked about a couple different topics here I didn't think we'd talk about on this show. So anyway, when I told you about my fiance's, uh, you know, supposed abuse journal, which we're not yeah. sure if that's real. You're telling me if your husband ever cheated on you? No, I can't. Oh I got I got to threaten my husband, just like your fiance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, you know, it's really interesting. Yeah, no, I love um, Jimmy Fallon. The uh, great, like, think he's like the him. funniest human alive. Yeah. He's pretty freaking good. He is so Musically, funny. like, amazing. Genius. He's so good at what he does. Comedically, like, yeah. genius. You love him. Crazy. You're I smitten. love him. You're Lo- smitten. Oh, totally. Is he on love. your celebrity list? Do you have a celebrity list? I don't have a celebrity list. Is that crazy? Do you? Uh, I've gone over it with my fiance. Yeah, okay. we, have, we have a couple different names that just, you know, should these people ever come into our lives? Yeah. Um, we had those conversations. Yeah, that's interesting. And they cannot be used against us in a court of law at a future date. See, now, if my husband told me about some list, <laughs> it would be going down. There we I go. would wake up in the middle of the night He's, like, will yeah. you remember? <laughs> He's you... saving that for your next Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's what's going right. to So anyway, if I ever meet Scarlett Johansson, this is what's going to happen. And Betsy never released her cold ice grip from his neck. Right. Um, Beautiful. All right. So we played a laugh, Mary Kill. Uh, let's go into, do you have any advice that um, you would either give the younger women out there dating today? They're, they, they don't have it together like you. They're not out there. They're not killing it comedically. They're not married. You have so many wonderful things going for you, and you're actually a very nice person. Uh, it's been wonderful just getting to meet you personally here today. Um, what would you go back and either give either your younger self coming here or to those women out there who... Um, or looking to date or get involved? Oh, my God. What would I give? Uh, I composed this song myself. It's so hard to give advice because everybody's so different. They are. And I feel like I am not the guru of giving advice. But I will say, you know, people aren't perfect. So I do believe in second chances. Okay. You Even know? after that Valentine's Day date. I, I'm not saying if, you know. That if took some time. Yeah, it did take. It took me five days to even face five days face him again and i was not married to him you know that was really hard for me but but i am a cut and dry type of person but i do think that you know and when you get into marriage you realize that it really is work i mean it really is it's two people always working together learning how to communicate and learning how to constantly have fun together and keep things like Woo, you know. You know what I find too helps. I'm granted, I'm not married. You are. You've you've already taken this journey that I have uh, yet to do. Um, I find what's best to remember. Uh, it will be together for almost three years in January. Is to like remember those first like six eight months 
where you were getting to know each other and mm-hmm. everything was still brand new and you would go out of your way just to do simple things that now you kind of take for granted. Yeah. So just like every week I'm like, I'm going to always bring her home like fresh flowers, like different flowers, stuff like that. Or like make sure I clean up this or like just when you were so excited just to be in the same room with them. Yes. And you kind of have to remind yourself that like, oh, right, this is the most wonderful person I've ever met in my life. Like there's something magical about it. And I know that sounds yeah. super cliche, but <laughs> If you keep remem- like just reminding yourself of that magic, um, it, everything's kind of wonderful. Like, and I, it's very easy just to kind of get in the monotonous routine and kind of go, "Oh, I, I didn't do this." You, you you keep comparing yourself to other people, or career wise, things aren't where where that you want them to be. But you get to remember that, like, you get to come home to like your favorite person. Or, like, yeah, you get to see him you're every lucky day. to do that. And you're it, lucky to have that. That's incredibly grounding. So you should do good things for that person. You should do the best and, things. You know what? Also, I feel like women think that men are mind readers and men, I don't want to say my opinion of what men are. They Please, are do very it. below mind readers. They don't know anything. <laughs> like I always try to tell people if men can make money and pay a bill, God, you're like really lucky. Okay. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you like, hear that? That's true. If men can make money and pay a bill, you're lucky. So say what you want. Men do not know. Say what you want. What do you want a man to do? Wouldn't you rather your fiance walk over and be like, I want you to bring me flowers once every two weeks. I want to feel appreciated. That would make you feel See, better rather than trying to figure it out how to make her happy. She and I, I feel like a little bit have reverse gender norms where that always happens i'm a bit more emotional mm-hmm. on stuff way more emotional on stuff and okay. she is much more like the stoic dude sometimes of just like <laughs> relax everything's fine i'd be like can, can we can we can we you know can, can we can we talk about it can we talk about it i'm literally i'm almost hyperventilating just getting in it and she's like dude relax like we're fine like okay but are you sure like you, you know i i just i i i i, I don't want to go to sleep angry i i don't and she'd be like oh my god like everything's fine relax so i get a bit more I get way more emotionally worked up. And yeah. I'll be like, we should probably talk about this and talk about our feelings right now. And she'll be like, that sounds great. I'm going to read a book for a little bit and chill out with the cat. Why don't you just go go for a run? Go yeah. let let off that steam. <laughs> so she definitely, she knows how to handle, you know, I feel like she she's a good handler for me. Yeah. That's what it is. It's good. So you guys, you guys compromise. You're like, you know, she's not super emotional. He sounds like you're super emotional. I'm all over the place. I know. Like, yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. I have a lot of respect for that. At least you know how to show emotion and be sure. a caring human and you have compassion. Yay. That's a huge thing, in the, especially in the world today. Well, at least we know I'm not a sociopath. We know. Well, uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to plug? Any new shows? Oh anything you got coming up? Anything, anywhere you'll be performing? Yes, I'll be at the Zephyr Theater Wednesday night. I have a bunch of other shows coming up. Follow me on at Blingin' Betsy Comedy. Fantastic. On IG. Beautiful. Everybody, I want to leave you uh, just with a quick little metaphor here to end the show. Um, Dating anywhere is like playing that whack-a-mole game. You know, the one at the carnival where you're desperately trying to get that little mole and you just want to win the prize and go home. Dating in L.A., same whack-a-mole game, except you are the mole. Uh, (laughs) My name is Adam Carr. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us for Episode 5. Once again, stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge. (laughs) Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup.
Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.